Hey y'all, my name is Desiree Perry. I'm Devin Kitso Cree. Laura Ayabusi. Hey y'all. Hey. hey. We are a Black Girls Bravo podcast. A Black Girls Bravo podcast. A Black Girls Bravo podcast. Drum roll, please. And we're live. We're live. We're live. <laughs> Season two. Yeah. <laughs> I like you get through my yeah. <laughs> Come on, choo choo. I'm crying. All right, light times. You know, it wouldn't be me if I did not bring you the tea. It's Bravo <laughs> News, ladies. I will never get old hey, over that. Hey, hey. it'll never get old. Hey. <laughs> Never. Okay, so I saw something and I was saying to Laura earlier that this could be good enough for me to come back to the States. Dorenda Medley is listing Bluestone Manor on Airbnb. You're lying. Oh, whoa. We're going. We're going. We're going. We're going. I'm about to find it. Looking at the details, it looks like she's only going to be renting it out for now for one weekend that she's going to be away. And all proceeds are going to benefit the Ronald McDonald house. It's literally only renting for $100 a night. What? Let's and go! Apparently, she's going to be out of town from August, I think, the 23rd to the 25th. And folks will be able to rent the house on Airbnb. Now, I don't know if this is already up and posted. I don't know how you can. I haven't even had time to go on Airbnb and look. Um, That's dope as hell. I would do it. I know. Kinda, I'm I'm like concerned now that we we telling all our cousins in the public because now I'm trying to get that week. Okay? I know. I'm not telling. I'm not telling anybody um, besides <laughs> y'all because I just read and see that the day that it's going to be posted on Airbnb. Um, but like I said, it's only for one weekend. For now, I hope that she does this again um, because I'm I'm really tempted to come back for it. But I literally <laughs> move like literally two three days before it's gonna be up there but honestly yeah. homegirl needs to i don't know if she hurting for cash or not she's probably not but i'm gonna just tell you that's a good investment a good a good business plan girl put that house i mean it's Airbnb. for charity it's for ronald mcdonald house well i'm that's talking true. about permanently though she needs to figure <laughs> it out and put she it on definitely do it I yes. would be saying at Bluestone yeah. Manor. Could you imagine we host a big sleepover for all of our cousins at Bluestone Manor? I first of all say what you want about her decorating skills, but number one, the bones of the house are right up my alley. The crown molding, the wood panels. I mean, just gorgeous. And then the pops of color that she has, the mix of modern with classic, like the house is gorgeous. That's it. Is gorgeous. I've been loving Bluestone Manor since we met Dorinda and met the, the damn house. So I don't know who's going to get it for that weekend. Take I'm hoping that it's y'all. Every room. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's y'all and FaceTime me from Bluestone Manor, but um, we'll see. Um, anyway, I'm sure that you guys saw, we, we talked about it in our group chat, but BravoCon has been postponed, y'all. Canceled. It has been postponed okay. until 2022. 
I didn't realize this was only going to be the second BravoCon. Really? I thought they've had like BravoCon for at least. Yeah, this is the second one. Four or five. Mm, I remember because when it came out, I was like, that's a good idea. Why haven't they already had this? But I guess oh. now because of, um, well, even after Quum COVID now, they have such a following that they should really consider doing I mean, this for yeah. sure. They should. Yeah. I mean, there's so many cons that are coming out now. It's started, I feel like, with Comic Con, but now there's like Drag Con, Bravo Con, <laughs> freaking. Yeah. Um, Soprano con. <laughs> There's literally so many cons that you can go to. Um, and I wasn't going to go this year, um, obviously, because I'm going to be too far away. But people are saying that it was canceled because the vaccination requirements and there are some Bravo celebrities that are refusing to get vaccinated in order to be in attendance. Hmm. Now, people don't know exactly who these Bravo celebrities are. A lot of speculation obviously came from mostly the OC housewives and New Jersey, ironically. Mm. Um, I did a little digging to see, and I came across Cam Westcott's page, who I can't stand. But it's surprising. She's in France right now. And that means she's vaccinated because France is only open to vaccinated people. So that shocked me. I would not think yo, isn't that hilarious? Isn't that hilarious? Nowadays, how we're gonna track who is truly vaxxed is where you going and where you traveling. Because you really are not gonna be able to go too far if you're not vaccinated. We already had this discussion last week. But literally, at least we know she vaxxed. She's in France vaxxed. At least we know that much. I mean, yeah, can't be mad at that unless they, you know, pulled some strings and are there illegally. But we'll see. Bravo Con 2022, I guess. I mean, we'll are people see. really Maybe. truly that upset though? Like, uh, yeah, people are pissed. I mean, so many people, not even just in the Bravo community, are pissed about these mass mandates and vaccine mandates. And we're also learning that a lot of the Bravo community fan base, they're like, they're Trumpers. They are. Mm. anti-vaxxers anti-maskers shit a lot of the bravo celebrities i got mad at us during um black history month we didn't get as many likes as we thought (laughs) get vaxxed i mean we've had a couple unfollows just in the last couple weeks since i've posted like vaccine stuff on our page so patience you need to practice safe measures, whatever that may be. But obviously, you see BravoCon can't continue until y'all figure it out. So I mean, they can continue, but y'all can't come. <laughs> okay. They can and keep them honestly, out. honestly, why would you want to come? Why would you want to come? Because we know that vaccinated people can carry the virus. Why would you want to be in a room full of vaccinated people that could have COVID when you don't have the damn vaccine? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Good decision. Whoever pulled the plug, good decision. Thank you. Yeah, I think it was smart. A lot of people, I was on Clubhouse the other day, a lot of people are sad and upset. I think it was smart. I think it was, it was a very smart. smart decision. Thank you. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> this one tickled me, guys. Just, just tickled me. So Kim Zolciak Beerman, as we know, Don't Be Tardy was recently canceled, which I didn't even know this damn show was on for that long. Who was watching Don't Be Tardy for all these years? I didn't even know that that show was still running. They had to have been on season 20. Child. That was was like college that was like playing. (laughs) 
Listen, if you are listening and you actually watched Don't Be Tardy, please inbox us, DM us. I don't know, snail mail us. because we don't. I don't know anybody that watched the show. So it looks like Kim is possibly hurting for money or trying to supplement some income since the show has been canceled. And Kim came on Instagram and announced that she wants her fans to join her on a spiritual journey. And she announced that she is starting her own spiritual academy. Uh-uh. No, I know you lying. I know you lying. I know Were we just talking about life coaches and shit the other day? Yes, because we was talking about Bershawn and her app that she just created. Now you're telling me Kim trying to be a whole therapist. What, what, what's going on? What's going on? Misha, you can go to a dollars a month. You can become part of this private members only community. It is for people that are passionate about living their best life. Uh oh, that's that's a red flag right there. It's for anyone who wants to increase their vibration. Second red flag and manifest their desires. Third red flag for me. Um, those words I just think, and not to say I don't believe in like vibrations and manifesting and stuff like that. I just think those words are becoming way too overused and people mm-hmm. are using them and they don't really understand. understand Between, them. There's a bunch of words that I'm, 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 I really want for 2023 to have a retirement for. <laughs> Can we start with good. grand risings? Grand risings? <laughs> Look here. If you say you grand risings, I ain't got no me. vaccines. <laughs> they said good. They said don't say good morning because that means you're mourning the day. So yeah, on that note. Um <laughs> anyway, yeah, I learned um, that. $77 a month, you could be a part of this damn spiritual academy led by Kim Zolciak Beerman. Uh, credentials, people. Credentials is all I ask for. Credentials, people. I can't even, I'm never trying to be funny. But had she put out a directory of plastic surgeons, I would have bought that. Because then I would have known quality work and Ooh. where they go. Spiritual. Ooh. Had she put out a catalog for wine, would have bought that. Listen, this is Stay what she lane. wrote on Instagram. Stay in it. Stay in it. Stay in it, girl. Because right now. Stay get, in her lane. This is what she wrote on Instagram. I don't know if you are aware, but you align with whatever your dominant vibrations are. We want all of you to vibrate on the same frequency as success, happiness, and abundance. And we are here to help you get there. When you learn to increase your vibration, you will begin to manifest your dreams. Honestly, nearly every big success is built upon failure. Sometimes we're often fooled by the darkness before the dawn and stop before we reach that success. With just a little push and a little encouragement and some support, it carries you through to the light. And that's why we created the Spiritual Academy. So you can go and get yourself a sugar daddy too. You can a big papa for years and years to keep you afloat. And then finally get that NFL husband and have a bunch of kids and lock them in with all of that money and change your whole damn body just like me too. Mm. She didn't wow. say that last part, guys. <laughs> but that's what she's selling. Look, but on that note, because that's what's that's what's being sold right now. 
Okay. This is the review. You know what? I feel like even though I don't buy into anybody's spiritual academy, I feel like if it was maybe like, I don't know, like Eva, if Eva said she was going to do a spiritual academy. Yeah. I would buy into that. I would buy If Eva told me where she gets her bolocks from, I'm booking that too. Plus, like I just feel like stay in your lane, stay in your lane, in your lane, Kim. I'm, I'm Literally, Kim. the fakest person besides Danielle Staub that's been on Bravo is trying to have people go to a spiritual academy. But it's just you know a way, obviously, for her to make funds right now. You know, as we know, she's going to be limited this this tax season. Or else we'll be seeing her hoe her daughter out for John Legend tickets. So anyways, on that, um, like I just said, this is not new behavior. This is what she just, this is what she does. This is what she does. So good for her. Um, it's, Kim, smelling like, well. it's smelling like scam artists, but I'm I'm Kim, it's, it's smelling like she doesn't have anything else to do with her time. No. It's, it's, uh, yo, you can't make this stuff up. Girl, you should have just made a baseball cap and a shirt and you would have still made your funds. But now you're over here playing, you're over here playing with people's health and their mental. And that's why it's concerning and I need credentials. Yeah, <laughs> pretending to be different like that is just not maybe ideal, you know. So I don't know. I feel like maybe just taking your lane, p- figure out some wine, figure out some plastic surgeons, hairdressers and hairstylists are always selling vendor lists. Okay. So, sell your vendor list. Oh, your mm-hmm. vendor list of plastic surgery. That's, you know what? That's a lead right there, sis. And I haven't seen anyone do I that was about before. To say, that's what I'm saying. That's a lead right there, sis. You. I will join Zosiac Spiritual Academy when y'all go all in by Teddy. That's all I'm going to say. Girl, anyway, so on that note, child. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna come out looking like homegirl with the big old boobs and the big ass girl. That's what that's what that could, teddy I feel like does. Kim could couldn't she just go to Dixie Dixie Cups to get an endorsement? She all all she uses is red solo or solo. That's Dixie what I'm saying. Stay, Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. Stay in it, girl. Don't 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 try and do no no donuts in the street, girl. <laughs> Stay in your lane, girl. Stay there. Stay in it. Fit there, oh. sit there, fit it. You good, you good. I swear to God, mm. in your lane. Grand rising, grand. Um, rising. I actually did see. I forget whose page it is. I think I sent it somewhere in our group chat. But one of the Bravo fan pages is going to sign up, um, and find out the deets about this for us all. All of us. So yeah. thank you. <laughs> right. We're all in this together. I love you guys. I love you guys. (laughs) Yeah. So there's that on that. And that's all I have for Bravo News today. Amazing. Thanks, Dev. You're welcome. And it's another episode of a Black Girls Bravo podcast. What's up, cousin? Hey, y'all. What's up? What's up? All right. So... R H O B H. Yeah. Um, last week's episode, I the anticipation was building and building because I did not watch live, which I usually try to do. Um, 
on Wednesdays and I try to recap them on our Instagram stories. But for whatever reason, last Wednesday, I don't remember what I was doing. I was probably watching Love Island. And then I got on Instagram and started seeing all these memes and tweets about the episode. And I was like, dang, I got to go watch it. The last, I don't know, what, 15, 20 minutes to be specific. But let's rewind it because we open the episode with everybody finding out that Tom Girardi is, is in the hospital, was in the hospital. We don't know. And neither did Erica. Nope. That's a lie. <laughs> right. So that's the first lie. Then we find out that Erica has a house in La Quinta that she didn't know about or she did know about but she doesn't know where the house is she doesn't know the address but it's in her name okay never been to the house the woman has never been to this house that she owns with her husband so Kathy Hilton is like okay we'll just call them and be like I travel a lot I own multiple houses I don't you know I need to know where this house is and if Kathy is is giving you advice right right this woman erica has not even gone into google to type in the address of what her residence could possibly be because i promise you what it came up but continue my sister well they found it Kyle said they did a google search and found the address so imagine erica imagine the world that we live in (laughs) imagine what technology will do imagine look at the world that we're in she She can't be that dumb she lying. No, she she is lying. I mean, so she's not lying. She's not lying because she did make it known years ago. And they and the producers reshowed the footage of her saying that she has a house by Kyle's that she had never been to. Which is crazy because then it makes me believe her. Like she must be in the dark with all of this stuff that's happening because there's footage of her saying that there's a house, that this is not new information that she's like, oh, I've never been here. We've known for years she's never been to this house. Kyle is even the one who brought it up because she knew about the house. The only problem I'm having is, I understand like, because I'm married, I understand you don't ever wanna like, you know, you don't ever wanna question anyone's marriage or what goes down in people's marriage and whatnot. But are you serious? Are you kidding me? You mean to tell me your husband has properties that you've never been to, you don't even have the address to? I'll be damned. I'll be I damned. Know, just something You're about going, it doesn't make sense. I feel like she is, pretending to not know and for her now to say like oh it could be another woman there or whatever erica knew where she didn't know she didn't know back then it was like some it was like three four years ago look she she may not have known she may not have known back then but listen if we believe erica to be the woman who she claims to be this smart sly she ain't naive type of woman Mm-hmm. You're now filing for divorce and you're meaning to tell me all these properties now you have not looked into where they are, where they are. Yeah, your, your lawyer didn't get looking into that. The equity of them. You all of a sudden got property. You don't know nothing about the property, girl. You lying. That's fine. I think she is saying that she doesn't know where it is and doesn't know these things because that is going to protect her case in divorcing Tom. If he was, if he had a woman, you know, living in another house and kept things from her, that makes her look like, I don't, I don't 
don't know about all this money that he's been stealing from people. I think it's a a protective thing. Like she's, she's trying, trying to, to protect control the narrative. Okay. Yeah. She's trying to control the narrative and be very slick with what she clearly shares, which is what we saw spiral out of control at the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. Child, can we skip? Can we skip to the end of the episode? Because because she had my girl Garcelle messed up. And I'm gonna just mm-hmm. say that on that. Um, I didn't like how she came at her. I didn't like how she tried to like flip the switch. And I also didn't like how she tried those fake ass crocodile tears. Okay, I hate that. I hate I drink those for breakfast. <laughs> if I was Garcelle, I would have been like cut the theatrics. Garcelle was confused. You could see it on her yes. face. Like, um <laughs> it was nuts. <laughs> it was nuts. Somebody needs to make the audio <laughs> clip, make it a track, because I need it. <laughs> I need to- <laughs> Yo, shut up. Yo, y'all are ignorant. Y'all are so ignorant. Yo, y'all are ignorant. Y'all are ignorant. Y'all are ignorant. Y'all are ignorant. I just, I'm just saying, to- if she listen, if she would have broke down <laughs> in that moment and it would have been genuine, I would maybe I wouldn't be making fun of it. But that was a days of our lives, General Hospital, um, as the world turns, cry. And it how was- dare you come at our girl Garcelle? When girl, you literally. Two seconds ago, you were just trying to be open and vulnerable and trying to talk to your friends. And here she was just trying to tell the group, this is the new revelation. (laughs) And I honestly think that Garcelle thought like the group already knew this. Like she just came on the trip. She just arrived. She probably is just trying to catch up on the tea. What was spilled in the past few days? Because we know our sister Garcelle has been reading the articles as they've been coming in. Okay. Y'all already knew when she, you, you remember the balcony scene with her and Kyle, she was like, have you been peeping the news? So we already know our girl Garcelle is getting the tea. And also let's be very clear. This woman is on the real. So she is not going to sit here and act like what is happening in front of her is not going to be covered if she has the opportunity to speak on it. Okay. But I think even more so than that, I think Garcelle was trying to be a safe space for Erica, especially because she knows how close the other women are with Erica. They really bonded last season. Like Erica was one of the first people to, you know, sit down and you know bond with Garcelle Garcelle. so I think Garcelle was just trying to be like hey we're we're here we're your friends Mm -hmm. talk to us Mm -hmm. and Garcelle's also going through a divorce hello hello I just want to say that Garcelle's already gone through a divorce I also do think that um there are certain people on earth who when they're communicating their tone may not always be what you want it to be but it's up to you to judge their care, to know their character and know whether or not they're actually being concerned or there's malice intent behind it. I oh, don't yeah. think that Garcelle has any, whenever she's talking to these ladies, she's just talking to y'all. She's really not pressed or it, it's not going to impact her life, what your answer is. When it did impact her life, she brought Kyle to, to, to lunch, explained mm-hmm. to her why she did what she, and why she acted what she acted and how she did not ever act like that again. Mm. There, I feel like Garcelle is very intentional. I feel like she is very transparent. So for you, 
Yeah. So exactly. So I feel like for you to sit there and, um, and try to frame her words to be something that they're not, I'm, I'm going to let you have it. Whatever she said to her girl. Yeah. I'm a, I, I know you need somebody, basically saying, I know you need this moment. Yeah. Basically, girl, Jane, have your and sweetheart Erica Jane, let this not let it, Garcelle is the moment. Okay. In the moments been the moment oh. i think but you know erica has done this before erica goes after people very strategically and her blow-ups don't really they usually leave everybody else at the table looking like uh-huh. what just happened yeah like <laughs> well, they're they unwarranted <laughs> like with met her match with Garcelle, she's met her match. Garcelle's not gonna back down. Garcelle's not gonna be a Doree. Garcelle's not gonna be a Lisa Renna, a Kyle, a, 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 a Sutton, a Crystal. She's not. She's gonna be Garcelle. And so I hope that you know, I hope you know who you're picking a fight with in this moment. Because Garcelle is not, you're not. The Bible of the footage, and I'm sorry, I have yet to see Garcelle cry. <laughs> she ain't. Not I mean, I don't know if Garcelle's going to cry or not, but I do want to break down, though, Erica's moment because everybody else was confused, at least in the um, confessionals. Like, Sutton was like, I'm trying to figure out what Garcelle said that was so bad. And, and you know, she confused that it really must be something. If Sutton is sitting there <laughs> and is confused, girl, with her multiple meltdowns this season, you know. Yeah, for sure. Even right, Kathy was like, thoughts. this is because of what again? Even Kathy is now asking questions and she was following what was happening. She wasn't asking. And she's a deep She. <laughs> wow. Okay, so I feel like if everyone else, if the girl who's emotionally unstable and the dingbat don't even understand what's going on, girl, you've lost everyone in the room. Like literally, I feel like, what are we doing? What are we doing? I was literally looking at Erica like, what is she on, bruh? (laughs) Okay, so the streets started talking, though, because everybody was confused. And so apparently, I did a little digging. If you watch the scene where Garcelle, Erica, and Crystal went on the hike, that was shot by drones. There There was no camera crew there. And people are saying that that scene was meant to be like filler footage, like, you know, for trailers and stuff to show them doing things. Yes, they were mic'd up. Erica apparently did not know the mics were hot. So she didn't know they were recording in that moment. So people are saying Erica confided to Crystal and Garcelle, not realizing that this could go into the show. Erica supposedly never thought that that hike scene was going to make it to the show and then when Garcelle brought it up back at the house when the camera crew was there Erica got mad because she knew that now it was going to be included in the show Mm. and people said that Erica got into an argument with production even Rena posted on her Instagram story like oh you guys would have you know what if you guys saw the fight between Erica and production um you know during that episode so Erica I think once I found that out from like just reading stuff online it made a little more sense why Erica got so mad Mm. because she knows that she was fucked she said that Tom calls her every day 
She mm-hmm. said that he asked her to come home and all this stuff, but then she says later, you know, I can't talk to him because I have to be able to prove that the last day that I talked to him was when I left him, but something's not adding up. Nope. And she knew in that moment that she that fucked she up. up. Yeah. Because even when she- So was- you're mad at Garcelle? in the bath bathroom all she kept on saying was i'm trying to be open and honest y'all see that's the only part that they wanted to capture no i actually want to see the fight show me her fight in production because her ass forgot that she signed a contract and everything on the mic can be taken for profit and for gain what can you say what can you say every anything that happens while the cameras are rolling is for tv Okay. <laughs> didn't she didn't didn't your favorite your favorite kenya we're at work we're at work we're I'm at a, work we're at work. at work i mean she should have known and maybe in that moment i mean because especially she's she's the ice queen i think the episode was even called ice queen in the desert sure was. um but i think maybe she was trying to have a moment and also notice who she was talking to about it she was talking to Crystal and Garcelle, the new girls, the girls that are essentially removed from her life. Hmm. Like, you know, they're not in her bubble. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why also Garcelle came back to the group and was like, these are your close friends. I thought, if anything, this would have we would have already had covered this or they would have already have known exactly like this is not like you just saying your ex-husband calls also her saying the man calls her is not the end of the world it's not like you're disclosing some like um some 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 evidence that the the prosecutors are going to use again like what the hell he calls you now did you say you answered you didn't say you answered nope she didn't. You, so I don't understand what the problem is. Had she said she answered and she was hot, Mike, uh, then I would understand because, okay, now you're lying. Mm-hmm. But you literally, oops, sorry. Oh, Jesus. But you literally sat there and said all he does is call and you don't answer. I don't understand how that, like, what in the court would that do against you or him? I it goes against her narrative. It just it just goes, goes against, against her, her narrative, but also I think well some people were saying oh, that her, you're right. her the words that she was using, um, saying like honey you have to get help. People are saying it sounded like she was kind of like hinting towards that she does answer, but also now that she's admit to him calling her, they're gonna go in her phone, they're gonna go in her voicemails. And I just well, they should have already been doing that. I would I'd be surprised if the, those attorneys weren't already doing that. They're they they have to well, like they're not dumb. He got a peak. I feel like for someone who who lied to the bar for so long, I feel like they have guns blazing, guns drawn out, which is why he looks crazy in those photos coming out. Which is why he probably missed his few appointments for his um those facials that make you younger that you know I forget who got it but she told on herself on the Ellis DeGeneres show but anyways the rich people they get this they get some kind of facial some kind of procedure done that homegirl said it's from the skin of young people now you can take that yeah go look it up go look it up I'm gonna look up the clip I'm gonna look up the clip because it's some famous actress I cannot you know I'm bad with their names but Ellen did it was like Loki like Ellen knew that about her and wanted her to expose herself on her show and she did but even when she put it on the spot it was like she didn't want to tell what it was 
Sorry, I only bring that up because I feel like he missed those appointments and now he's starting to look real old and real crazy. He's probably going to let himself die off and try to frame this so that he looks like the bad guy so that Erica can just live her life free and rich. I really do think, I mean, I'm 50-50 I'm because a lot of people are like, he doesn't have any money left. That's what everybody, well, even people in her life are saying he doesn't have any money. But a, a good part of me feels like for such a smart man mm. and Erica to be such a smart woman, mm. I just don't believe, I just cannot believe that you're not you not have nothing tucked away. You're not dense. You're not dense. That's why. You know, you know something in there. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. Okay. They have money. You're not going to, you know how many people have money offshore and whatnot he literally lied to the california bar association he literally had them wrapped around his finger for decades you mean to tell me this man doesn't have money put up somewhere homegirl just said that he had houses she didn't even know he had exactly. what else does he have exactly exactly well we will find out because like Sutton said Sutton said the forensic team gonna find everything out I feel like Erica was shaking in her boots when Sutton was saying that Sutton was like you know the forensics show everything uh -huh. they tell everything right and Erica's uh -huh. like yeah, well yeah like no Erica is scared <laughs> Erica's scared of, the, of them to find everything I, you know I saw an article that said that they apparently the attorneys just came out and said that they were going to use footage from Beverly Hills for the case Mm -hmm. I mean they have to yeah they have to they have to dial it all and the way not back. Just this season yeah right. I was about to say dial it all the, the way back all the way back all those cases when they weren't paid find out what season it was and find out what new purchases he made for Erica I'm sorry boo I'm sorry mm -hmm. the, the shoes the watch everything need to go back it's not yours that is somebody else's okay it is stolen Okay, two hundred and fifty thousand dollar Cartier cheetah ring for me. Like, yeah, that ring. Return it. Return it. It's not yours. I do want to dive into the next episode. Well, I can't dive into the next episode, but I'm actually really excited for the next episode because you know the trailers. The trailers mm -hmm. be lying too, because I thought that, you know, I was going to have something to say about Sutton and her, you know, comments towards Erica. But now, <laughs> as I'm watching things kind of unfold and the onions and the layers are coming off, I'm sitting here, Team Sutton, because let me tell you something. If I happen to have a, a friend of mine or a friend of a friend of mine, and an associate of theirs is hanging around me and I find out that all of a sudden all this legal stuff is happening with their friend like whoa like this is happening whoa they're going to court for this whoa I promise you I am also very cautious of the company that I keep and I promise you I also may feel as if I may have to remove myself and give some distance until some things kind of clear out because you're that talking for sure to you you're talking to a room full of entrepreneurs who also have plenty to lose. And it's unfortunate, but you have to kind of think about that when you have all these investments in all these different places. And yeah. right now, it's not pretty right now, Erica. You know you what the tea is? 
Tell us. You know, the tea is that either Erica was an investor for Lisa Rinna for something, or Lisa Rinna was an investor for Erica for something. That I saw that on Twitter. I meant to send that to y'all. So that Lisa Rinna is getting looked into as well. You because see, of Erica. You see. So I'm very interested to see the actual footage when Sutton sits down and has to share with them that, you know what, I'm uncomfortable right now because I too would feel uncomfortable if if I were in the same situation. Like there's too much yeah, Especially happening. given the fact that, I mean, Sutton and Erica, they just met or at least they just bonded last season when Sutton was a friend of. And I feel like Sutton doesn't owe Erica her loyalty, especially not yet. No. Uh -huh. Um, no. I think maybe if, you know, they had been best friends for 15 years, 20 years, it'd be a little different. Right. Like, you know, right. But I do, I, I think Sutton is making the best decision for her. She has a, a family and a daughter to protect. Mm -hmm. um, does she have one on one kid? I feel like I only ever see her daughter. Her young, yeah, her youngest daughter. She actually came onto this season. I was like, oh, she's so cute. She's so sweet. Yeah, her daughter is, I mean, yeah, like they, I saw they went to Paris together, whatever. She, especially her being a divorced mom, um, I think, and trying to get back on her feet. That's what I was about like, to mention. Not really yeah. struggling financially, but you know, when you leave a life with someone and you're trying to reestablish yourself as a single woman, mm. I think Sutton is making a smart move by distancing herself from Erica, especially because of everything that's at stake. Yeah. Like Erica made big money. Her husband made big money. They made big mistakes and they got some big cases coming to them. This is not a DUI charge. This is not a, you know, a tax lien. This is bigger than that. Like, yeah. okay, my friend didn't pay her taxes. We can still go to lunch. We can still kiki. Just pay your taxes, sis. That's it. <laughs> right. <Like> this? <laughs> no, this, this is, is different. This is beyond... This is beyond, this is, yeah. all right, <laughs> period, that face. All right, Potomac, I just have to say, Potomac has been delivering every week so far. We're what, four episodes in? And so much development. Bitch, you do it. Nonstop so development. You doing it. Good. Nonstop. I mean, if you haven't been watching Potomac, where have you been? What have you been doing? Watching Real Housewives of OC, ready to choke. Sweet. Talking trash, but not watching. Uh, okay. That part. If you don't watch anyway, Real Housewives of Potomac or Atlanta, I don't trust you. I don't trust you. What you talking about at that point? <laughs> if you ain't talking Potomac, I don't want to talk. Okay? That's just that on that. But um, what you want to get into about this season? Because... There's so much. Can yeah. we start off with Mia? You know, I love her. Love? I really like her. Sis got it from the mud. I don't care how she, I don't, got, I don't care if she had to go and was in that ball dress with her crotchless ball dress or was on a pole, whatever. Sis got it from the mud. I don't really care. Yikes. I mean, yikes. I wouldn't say. She got picked up by CPS. That's getting yeah. you. I feel like that's getting it from the mud. 
I mean, no, for sure. There, I don't. There's I, not I'm, much more getting it from the mud than what she than that. Get. Yes, it is. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Okay, yeah. wait. So does getting it from the mud mean that she works from nothing, or she had a hard life? She worked because, from nothing. Okay. I mean, she she came. She had a hard life. That's undeniable. Still got to work, bro. Oh no, no, I'm not knocking strippers. Oh, uh, Listen, no. I love strippers. Okay, I will never in my life knock Oops. the hustle of stripping because oh, child, that's an old man is also a hustle, and that's getting out the mud. You might not agree with it, but it's survival. That's getting out the mud. Yeah, it's surviving. That I mean, is. That's the definition of it. <laughs> I'm not saying it's, it's survival. Right. It's a little different, though. It's 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 a little different, but it is survival, and it is a hustle. It's a good so question. I'll give you that. It's a good question. Open, open it. to hear different perspectives on it too, because yeah, I mean, I I mean, I don't have a huge opinion. Well, I don't have a a problem with people who hustle their relationships, you know, hustle what they can out of their relationships. I understand it's different strokes for different folks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If we're being honest, still though, Devin, I know you understand, marriage is not just about love and affection. It's also a business deal. Like it's a business, a partnership. And so I feel like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay, how I once mm-hmm. talked about it with one of my cousins is, Men get what they want from the relationship. They want you to clean. They want you to, you know, have the relations. They want you to take care of the kids and whatnot. If all she had to do was do those things and then got money, who cares? She did what she had to do as his wife. But like mm. I said, she it's, it's a business deal. Like I feel like and once the bit the once the business deal starts to get rocky is when that's when divorce starts to happen because you're not living up to your expectations, they're not living up to their expectations. And now when the end the business, the business deal, because everyone's expectations are being made. I'm, I'm not mad at the scenario. I see, I, I see this. I, I see don't think it. it's right. I'm not saying it's right. I, I mean, clear. I don't I think it's wrong. I don't think it's wrong. I think that it's actually actually very fact. Like, obviously, when you come into any relationship, like you should be trying to come into a situation evenly yoked, and then obviously have give and takes and level level your playing fields. There has to be balance, obviously, amongst the two. Someone's going to be stronger here where the other one may, you know, need a little bit of lifting. But that's the part of the relationship and the support and someone building. Someone might be a rich old man. That's Someone that's, might be a young pretty girl. <laughs> I'm not, listen, I'm not mad at it, okay? I'm really not mad at Mia for doing what she needed to do. Sorry, you know what I mean? Just, ju- just <laughs> juggle it. Whatever you got to do to balance the scale. You know what it's making me think of, too? If you have been listening, I have been watching Run the World on Showtime, and they have a really good, a really good conversation. And we might have to break into it on another topic another day, but they have a really good conversation about this term now, censorship, fucking up. 
And they describe, you know, basically why as women do we always have to just date whatever likes us, date something just because it's checking off a few boxes, but you can actually date a gentleman or whomever you're interested in that is doing things light years beyond what you aspire to originally do in your life. And he will give you the access to get to these places just by being his companion. So why do I have to date down when I can date up? I don't have to lower my well, standard. I, I never said nobody There's, should be dating down. Oh, no, well, but not dating, on, not on, dating, on. not necessarily dating down, but like, why do I have to just, you know, go for the average when like, if I can right. supersede what my current living situation is because this man who owns all these properties and has all these things has a fancy for me, I'm not going to block this blessing. I'm going to date up. And that's what I the conversation like, was. Like dating up is not a problem, but some may see it a different way. Well, here's the thing though. And this is, I'm going to tie this back into Mia. So there's something that you actually, yeah, you hit the nail on the head with. I was watching this one interview where this girl basically was explaining her situation with something of what you just explained, how her guy was up here and she was, you know, just regular. But he, once they got into a relationship, he bought her life up, put her in this apartment, put her in this car, put her, had her, her bills paid, da, 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 da. Okay, here comes the breakup. She still expected him oh. to pay for the car, pay for the bills, pay for the apartment. No, 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 sweetie. No. Once he put you in that stuff, it was up to you. If that's what you liked, how do you keep the ball rolling for if he were to leave? Okay. And so I and feel like that's what, Mia, that's, that's what Mia did. So that's what Mia did. And I feel like with Mia doing that, it's now biting her in the butt now because her family is like, you work too much. But what if she was the girl who just sat there and let him do everything? We'd be talking about her differently. So yeah. it's like, I feel like for women, we can never really have like, it's always lose-lose. It's never win-win. It's never. Because That's I feel true. like, it's like she can't do any right. She yeah. she gets her, the way she might've gotten her man was unconventional, but she bossed up her life while still with him. There yeah. are some women who are just complacent and, and mm. just like, oh, you're just going to do everything for me. And that's the one that I don't right. like. You know what? Let me, let me say Agreed. on the record, I think that I do personally have respect there you go. You gotta like her, but I love I love the respect word. There you go. I, I have respect for the gold digger that makes something of her riches. Okay. I think I, I think I'm comfortable with saying that. Like I think that any person in a relationship, I definitely don't find a problem with dating up or you know, being with somebody who doesn't have a problem with providing for you. If that is your MO, then go ahead and do that. It's just like you said, Des, it's in those moments where you're not, okay, so you're not going to be with this person anymore and you're left high and dry. I think that every person, especially women, especially Black women, we need to have our own something mm -hmm. because I was raised to never have to depend on a man or a woman, mm -hmm. or anybody else in a relationship besides myself. I was taught to be self-sufficient. I've been mm -hmm. working since I was 16. And mm -hmm. I think that like, I know that at the end of the day, if my partner, if my husband didn't have it, 
I can provide for myself, I can provide for my household. And I think a lot of people, especially these days because of Instagram and social media and stuff like that, they want the, they want the sugar daddy, they want the sugar mama, they want the money and they want to make it seem like they have all of these things and they don't have the, which is fine. If you have somebody well, that wants to take you on a yacht for three weeks at a time and just relax, that's fine. But what happens if he says, I'm done with you? But right. Again, exactly what I just said. It's a business. Okay. Right. I'm not going to be, I'm going to be 100% with, of course, wouldn't say their names, but I know some people who do are in those situations and they handle it like a business. They put money away in their savings. They don't just go and spend it on stupid stuff. Like everything, the life that they live, it's like, it's a business. You know, you can't, you can't just, oh, I'm going to have a sugar daddy and you're going to live life. Sweetheart, what if his wife finds out about you? What you going to do? It's a business. I feel like people don't understand that like relationships, period, are really are are business based. I mean, I hate to say it like that. It's just every relationship is is business based because there's gonna be a. I don't mean to say business like there needs to be some kind of transaction, but it's just like there are expectations, just like how a business is ran. And when you don't live up to those expectations, the business is gonna fail. The friendship's gonna. I fail. think that the, the relationship's gonna fail. Aspect of relationships is. I don't think it's. Like, I, I don't think that it's as important as love in the foundation, but I do think that it's an ingredient for a foundation. You want to have somebody, especially if you're spending your life with them or just this period, this lifetime with them. Like, you want to have somebody that you can communicate with about certain issues. You want to have somebody that understands uh, what the agreement is. You know, like, I mean, to go back to Erica and her things, like, Y'all don't have these conversations with, you know, she didn't have these conversations with Tom. I need to know everything. Okay. Whether we talking about uh, money, jobs, opportunities, whatever. Like there's Hello. administrative things you have to do when you run a household. Point blank period. And that's Whether 20 plus years they've been, related, they've been together. 20 plus years. And you don't know these kind of, I'm two years in, I'm asking a million and one questions. So you, what do you mean? 20 years and you're just. relationships I really I could never understand those relationships where like you basically don't even know your partner like what do you mean you never asked him about his side of the family and you ain't know that they was you know all this in the the field line like child you need to know the family health that's those are your children your children's family health is right (laughs) there these are questions that you need to ask I don't know if this is a cultural thing or I I don't I don't know. I don't want to say that it is a cultural thing, but Mia being a black woman and being where she's from and realizing that I'm not going to just not go back to that lifestyle because I'm going to marry rich. Like she had the hustle and she had the drive and that, I mean, I can respect Mia from no matter whether she got it out the mud or got it in the mud, whatever. She is a hardworking, at least, Woman, what we've seen from her so far, she seems to be a hardworking woman, and that I can respect. Yeah, but I, I mean, I guess we need to definitely learn more um, about her. I feel like I still don't know much about her businesses. I would love to learn more about her businesses. I think you never seen a joint chiropractic. Say it again. 
the joint chiropractic. I always used to see them in the Midwest. It's like a, it's like a chain. Wait, that's her. It's not her, but she owns some of the, they're franchised. So, so she owns. Oh. Okay, yeah, I've seen yeah. Like chiropractic. Okay, yeah. So they have a bunch of those. So that's what I'm saying. I feel like, and I feel like to be a friend, and that's and another thing of what she said is 100 true. If her name is on these businesses, she too had to be dissected, analyzed, and everything by joint chiropractic business before she became a franchisee. So I feel like people just need to respect that part too. Um, I understand her story. Like, do people want to keep on bringing up her being a stripper? Okay. So? I don't <laughs> know. I'm not. No, it's not. I'm of course not. Y'all. Not, not y'all. It's the people on the show. Like, they're just like, oh, you're on the pole. And keep on bringing it up. And it's like, yeah, she did that. Well, you know why? I they bring it up because she hasn't, she hasn't really said yet. Like, yeah. I, I, well, no, just... there's something deeper there that we need to talk about in the Black community. I think we can't ignore the fact that with the exception of maybe Ashley, who is not judging Mia, I think that all of these women on the cast came from affluent or middle-class Black families where <laughs> you finish school, you you go to college, you get a job, and you do something respectable. Mm-hmm. Life's not like that for everybody. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like some people don't some people don't have that cushion. Some people don't have that privilege. Because it is yeah. a privilege. Right. Yes, in the black community, there are certain privileged black parents. people. Hello. We didn't have that. I think we Robin, both that. her both her parent, both her parents um went to HBCUs. And then I think one of them is a professor or something like that. She was saying. Um, if not both, I think we, we were on that um, that call with her, and then Candace's mom, look at her. Giselle's parents, look at her. It's just like I understand, and this is why it's so important to um, surround yourself with people from different types of walks of life. You know, like not everyone has that cookie cutter lifestyle that you had. I understand that there are some people who grew up with two parent households. There are certain people who grew up with just a mom, just the dad, siblings foster care system with mm-hmm. grandma like there's so many different situations so it's like you can't you can't one size doesn't, doesn't fit all and everyone's yeah. journey and path that respectable black yours. narrative that our grandparents were raised mm-hmm. to believe is it's out the window it's it, it just doesn't apply anymore it's not realistic and also right. how come other races other races get to have all these different types of walks of life but no black people you need to be the exception you need to be the like it's like oh, oh my gosh Every day I wake up, I have to be the exception. Thank you. Okay, I get it. So true. I will say though, giving flowers to one of the moments on the show that we saw this season, because woo child, it would have been a little difficult for me. Lord's still working on me. But Giselle and Robin having the opportunity to sit down with Mia after they asked for the second time. Because the first time that rude-ass text message came and I wasn't looking at you nicely, Mia. I also was looking at you up and down like, ma'am, you think I'm going to reach out to your assistant? Joke's on you. Okay? Just trying Maybe, to get to I feel, like she thought, I feel like she thought that they were trying to be funny. She did, and but she tried the wrong one. She and, did. And that was a they moment were being genuine, where... But right, they were being genuine. That was, right. That you was... Know, such, I feel like Wendy got under her. I feel like Wendy got underneath her toes a little bit, underneath her nails, whatever. Because I feel like Mia was actually interested in getting to know Giselle, and then Mia was like, "No." Then Wendy was like, 
how are you interested in getting to know Giselle when you, Giselle and, and your friend Karen aren't even basically was trying to put her. So I feel like, honestly, Mia, she just needs to stand her ground, stand your own two feet. Don't let people rock you. If you want to mess no. with somebody, mess with them. If you don't want to mess with them, don't mess with them. I feel like, but I feel like she sways. She has on, the, the thing is, you know, I don't want to judge her too much, nor do I want to die, you know, you know, diagnose her with anything, but obviously we know we're learning more about her past, right? So trust mm-hmm. is going to be something that we know is probably doesn't it doesn't come easy to her. She's going to have to definitely feel you a little bit before she feels comfortable around you. So I understand her hard exterior you know, when she got this text message and she doesn't know these women, she doesn't know what angle they're coming at. She already is getting a text message like you can come, but don't bring nobody else. I can understand how that's, you know, off putting. But I also just want to say. Robin and Giselle, I'm liking it. I appreciate it because it did allow us to have another moment to actually get to know Mia outside of the group because it came off mad weird and it came off sweetheart definitely like oh she wants to be anti well if you do I'm a it's a dub for me (laughs) like I don't have to continue to pry when I'm just trying to be friendly here and get to know you but I can understand obviously how trust is going to be a thing for her she's probably we're definitely that's going to be our storyline y'all we're going to learn more about that Yeah, I think it was nice for her to sit down with Robin and Giselle and just to break that that barrier, that rough exterior, which we are starting to see. She probably built those as a defense mechanism because she had to. Um, She probably like doesn't have a lot of friends also because of it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's rough out there. Um, She's had a completely a completely different, yeah, so. like you said. But it was nice, though, even though we know that these women come from such privileged backgrounds and all that other stuff. And yeah, they were, you know, joking and kikiing. They still took a second outside of all the nonsense to still get to know this woman. So I respect it as well. But I also low-key feel like Robin and Giselle are going to be a problem this season. They are. Like, it's going to be like freaking frack on crack. Like Yes. <laughs> That's what they're they trying to, they trying to definitely get the crown for the next frick and frack. They definitely are. I'm definitely. Are. I mean, it's, it gets to a point where, and I saw the preview for next week. It looks like there's going to be some argument where they're like basically tag teaming off each other. And it's like, I get it. Y'all are best friends. Y'all are sick as thieves, which I can respect, but you also need to let your friend like fight her own battles. Like yeah. all this chiming in, and making shit worse, it's just unnecessary. It just makes things bigger than they need to be. And if y'all are going to be on that tag teaming shit, I don't blame people for wanting to distance themselves from you. So, I mean, it's still too early to see, but I'm starting to get that vibe from them this season that it's going to be like Robin and Giselle versus everybody. Yeah. I mean, I I got that feeling from the first episode. And then now they have their podcast show. They're working together now. Like, it's going to be definitely, like, thick as thieves, respect it, love the friendship, love the unity. But I also, like, agree. If my friend is, you know, let let my friend walk and stand on her own. And if she needs me, you know I got your back, you know? But, eh, we'll see how this goes. Well, I'm excited to see this rest of the season. 
Um, honestly, I'm glad that you guys got a second look, a third, fourth, whatever episode. She's drinking her wine of Mia. Because <laughs> I know how y'all feel yeah. about her. I'm interested to see how the rest of the season goes down. I yeah. hope that she can continue turn that sour taste in your guys' mouth to at least like some warm hachata. No, I think, you know, it was sour because, I mean, obviously, like, she first came in kind of on the on the coat of, of Karen, and I was kind of yeah. concerned. And then, you know, she came in and was just like, I'm a really good judge of character, and she was leaning in to Giselle, and I was like, wait, we, we need to, we need to talk. <laughs> we need to talk, sis. <laughs> And then now I feel like, I mean, also then the text message and I was like, ma'am, they just wanted to get to know you better. Like, whoa, you're coming in too hot. Slow down. And so now as we're starting to, you know, learn a little bit more about her, she's starting to let down her exterior a little bit more. I'm adjusting. I'm adjusting. So I, I think I'm excited to see more of Mia and for her to get comfortable around her, around the ladies some more. I don't understand the heat that she has for Wendy though I don't I don't know why she keeps on speaking to Wendy in her marriage I don't because you don't, don't want anybody to start speaking on you and yours about that, though. we need we to talk about the 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 I, I gave it grace for, for the first half of the Mia talk, but now I'm going to get to the to the what I'm interested in. What I'm interested in is understanding what your hate is with my girl, Wendy. OK, Wendy does keep coming for her. And so I feel like I feel like is it right to come for someone's marriage when you're trying to retaliate no. back? No, no, I won't say, oh. no, it is never right to switch focus from me to now my relationship, my children, my career, my anything. No, all of those things off limits, okay? Especially when, Mia, I know for sure you don't want nobody prying into your past, okay? So I just think like, for me, the way that I move, I try to remember to treat people the way that I want to be treated. I'm not going to start talking about something about somebody else's life that I don't want them to try and bring light on upon my life. So that's how I feel. And I just feel like that too is why I'm still kind of just like, Tamia, because <laughs> I'm trying to understand what the heat is. And I don't like that she is kind of targeting Wendy with this whole entire like, your comments. Why are you talking on her marriage? I don't get it. I do understand that they came in kind of bumping heads and, you know, plastic to plastics. They were the meshing, you know, whatever the case may have been. But I just definitely don't get the heat. I think she came in already kind of just like on go. And it was only really jump started because Wendy had asked her if she actually does like Giselle because she was caught up talking trash about Giselle and it was a valid question. It was, it was a valid question. Maybe she didn't like getting called out and okay. Everybody, you know, doesn't handle that. Doesn't handle the spotlight, you know, too well and doesn't take criticism as well too well, you know? And I, I'm trying to give it grace. I'm trying to just still pick out what this woman is about, but it's the Wendy heat for me that I'm just kind of like, mm. I think, I mean, first of all, I, when, when we saw the blind item months ago about this East coast husband who allegedly fathered uh, another child outside of his marriage, the last person 
the last person I thought it would be was Dr. Wendy's husband. Um, So that shocked me. Mm -hmm. Now, the situation with Mia finding it appropriate to bring that out. uh, But she don't have no receipts. She doesn't have any receipts. And it does leave a bad taste in my mouth, especially because like, She's just doing it because of the the friction between her and Wendy already, which then again, though, that's how these shows work. People have friction. One of them exposes something about one of them and the other one exposes something about like that's that's literally the real housewives. That's that's how it works. So in that respect, Mia understood the assignment. Mm -hmm. We just feel a a certain type of way because we love Dr. Wendy. Mm. Um, and I just don't think it's appropriate to come for her because she's Dr. Wendy. I mean, she's Dr. Wendy. The other thing that I'm not understanding right now this season is why everybody keeps on making comments about her showing off happiness and joy, joy, because let me tell you, okay, we saw her all last season. Devin, you reminded us. We saw her all last season pregnant. And also fresh out what well, she wasn't pregnant actually on the show, Not but she pregnant, just, but she yeah, she, she had just, just had, had her baby. So we saw, you know, this post-pregnancy Wendy, who of course coming onto the show is gonna put her best face forward. Like she's going to be politically correct in every angle. And she understood the assignment, which is why you see the cash check went through and she's here for season two. Okay. Let that, let that continue to run on and let the inheritance run, run rampant for her children. Okay. I don't understand why people are talking nonsense about Wendy now looking good, smelling good and eating it up too. Okay, she deserves it. Yeah, and also- I'm definitely not mad at Dr. Wendy. I think a lot of people are like, but you know what though? People hate to see a black woman feeling good. Mm-hmm. Like they would much rather see postpartum Dr. Wendy who maybe isn't feeling 100%, maybe a little insecure because she got mm-hmm. a little I don't think it's that. I don't think it's mm-hmm. that. You know what mm-hmm. it is? I think she's giving the flavor of Real Housewives of Atlanta and they're not ready for that. They're, she's giving the, 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 the fashion. She's giving the, mm-hmm. the, the, the cleavage. She's get, they, we don't normally get that on Potomac. Uh, That's true. So, so I feel like they're mad. <laughs> um, I will say well though, I was talking about am, more so like people on the internet but I do think that the cast members are like I mean, everyone's mad, but I feel, but I feel like too even the, even the audience even the, the viewers we're seeing her like on Potomac we don't really get that we get Giselle's people who can't dress you know in church like Desiree got a point we don't that get, is in true. Atlanta, the fashion in Atlanta, in Potomac is not the fashion is not why we watch Potomac. Let's fashions are not fashion. But okay. in Atlanta, they are serving. Wendy is serving, serving. what Atlanta is serving down there, and they're not used to that. I feel like the viewers aren't used to it, the cast is not used to it. I will say sometimes I'm like, damn, Wendy, okay, shit. You don't want to cover them a little bit, like a little bit. But no, she don't got to. I, I, I surely wouldn't. Okay, okay, now how much money? How much did she pay? How much for one, two? How much was it? Okay, right. that's like a fifteen, twenty thousand dollar procedure. Y'all let I your investment show up. 
Y'all, y'all exactly. let y'all best friend show up in the car and y'all home. Ask the and she's, exactly. She's walking around with her investments. Would it, would it be a say? Would, would it be a say? I invested in my body, bitch. I'm done up. Period. Ooh, okay. Okay. Oh, Wendy is oh. oh, just bopping to that song in her house. Okay. Mm, did it. Mm, did it. I'm sorry. I'm literally yeah. not mad at all. Like, show no. them off, Dr. Wendy. Number one. She had three beautiful kids. Number two, breastfed. those breasts Amen. kept those children alive Amen. and nourished Amen. and fed. Amen. And now she wants to do something for herself. Wendy, keep showing it off. Okay. Go and go let the women be mad. Houses in a bikini if you want to. I don't care. Let Show the women. When I saw her, when I saw her in those white pants and that that blush pink top with her boobs in the confession, I was like, oh my god, that is a lot. But it's not. It's just enough. It's actually not enough. Keep doing more. Because at this point, whose life are you living for? You don't don't walk, don't wake up and dress for me. Make sure that when you dress it for yourself, so that when you do go six feet under, you have lived your life to the fullest and you were the main character in her life. Don't be mad at this woman for being the main character and romanticizing her life. Don't do it. You just hate him. I feel like because I can't lie, I was one of the viewers where I was like, damn, she is always like showing herself. But then when I really think about it, Okay. Did and? she get the did she get the boob job to not? She didn't get the boob job to walk around in a hoodie and sweatpants. Exactly. And her confidence is through the roof. That is the Agreed. confidence that every woman should walk around with and exactly. flaunt. And, and that rate that type of energy is gonna make people uncomfortable, y'all. And if it's you're like, mad, you're a hater. You're a hater. You're not, you're not you ever go to the hair salon as a kid and then you walk out and you maybe put your hood on or you go out with your friends, you put on a hat and your yeah. mom said, why are you putting your hat on? Why are you putting your hood on? Why? You just got your hair done. It's the same thing. Why would you cover that up? You just got it done and it looks so good. Okay. And what I learned from TikTok is the kids that always put their hoods on and whatnot, they're depressed. So you need to ask questions. So I'm glad she's not depressed. I'm glad she took off those damn clothes. I'm glad she's fucking showing her boobs. Bitch, be happy. Happiness. Happy. Do what you gotta do. Joy, joy, happiness. Happy, happy, joy, joy, joy. Yeah, whatever they're called. Name them, flaunt them, the shit. I'll be damned if you over there wearing, getting that surgery and then wearing turtlenecks. Okay. What'd you get the surgery for? You got anesthesia for turtlenecks? Mm-hmm. Be damned. That'll be a deeper issue. And I and we would be concerned, actually. For I real? would be concerned, actually. So I'm happy to see that she is very content with what she's decided to do. And anyone that continues to hate and has a problem with it, it seems like you're uncomfortable with your own body and things, okay? Let that woman live. She's and done we enough. Figure out, we should figure out what, what we can do. I'm a personal trainer. You can hit me up. Um, I'll help you. Um, you know, you got Devin. She has meditations. And if you want to learn how to get organized, call Laura. We can help you. What you can't do is sit here and hate on somebody else living their life. That just won't work. That I don't even understand it. Live, I girl, live your life. But you yeah. know the one with the most to say is the one with the relationship. Is the saddest. Do, 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 do. Kiss me through the phone. Kiss me through the phone. Christ. Well, what I will say though <laughs> is that I feel like I feel like Mia and Wendy really could have been friends. I really want them to figure that out. But I feel like knowing the both of them, they are both very hardworking women that mm-hmm. I feel like they could be a that could be a very nice little link up. Yeah. But they and didn't really Wendy, got on the wrong Wendy needs they got on the wrong foot. 
Wendy needs the support. Yes. She's trying to run this business. She needs a cute friend. She needs a cute friend. You know, she, she needs she, a good looking friend with her because all these other hoes mad being ugly. And so I feel like you, Maria and Wendy can link and be the two hotties of Potomac. Yes. Okay. And business and run it. Bit hottie businesswoman just making, and making money and running it. Okay. Running run it. it up a check. I, I manifest really want that, that for them. them. Yes. I, I manifest really want that, that for them. them. The other thing I was also going to say is producers, y'all are hella funny. Y'all are hella funny. They always the are. Trailer. Y'all really tried to make a seem like Wendy and her man's was real, real unhappy at home when he had the comment to say he wasn't fully at 100% and happy. Yeah, or he wasn't happy at home. Happy I at home. Know. You see how they flipped the script and made us watch. <laughs> Bravo to y'all for that. Well, they but, did that because we know some other stuff is going to surface. Exactly. So but, that's going to have to be a discussion for next week's episode because it looks like... It looks like... Uh, Looks like a Black Girls Bravo going to be talking. <laughs> and Giselle's been a hater. Giselle's been a hater. Giselle was, okay, hey, I'm the thing, Giselle. And Giselle was, Giselle was sitting there wondering why Karen wasn't so gung-ho to invite her to another accomplishment that she is having. Because look how you acted at the last one. Slaughter marks, being slick. Girl, you're a hater. She's a hater. hater. Oh, it only takes it only damn she is a hater and we can let it we could just leave it there like such a well put together woman so cute educated like everything beautiful family even though you were trying to make a happy house with a hoe like i don't i don't really understand yeah i said it i don't really understand Giselle so, is a hater. Giselle has consistently been a hater. And even though she's a hater that is lovable, like she's Giselle is way more lovable than like Kenya. But mm-hmm. they really do. But why the is that? Same type of stuff. Why is that? Yeah, we should set a poll because that's an interesting why is that? one. That's an interesting I'm sorry. One. I'm not trying to bring colorism into this, but I mean I'm being honest. Why is that? Mm. Because the 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 amount of shit that Giselle Giselle has stirred since season one, what's the difference? If Giselle was a dark skinned woman without blonde hair and green eyes, she would probably be way more hated. Thank mm, you. That's I'm just fact. Say that. Also, she wouldn't be on the show because she can't dress. She can't dress. She can't dress. She, can't dress at all, she just though. had. A, she just had a. She just had a something. Where whoever was her stylist, makeup artist, and hairstylist. When she was on Watch What Happens Live with the latex. Is that what it was? Mm-hmm. Is that what it was? She looked yeah, good on Watch What Happens Live. She looked great. Finally. Finally. She's been looking good this season. Definitely. I'm, I mean, I hope it was hired support, girl. You're getting cash checked. Stop stressing yeah, yourself. Stop making this like you broke because you're not. Okay. Listen, take the audience's review. And I know Jamal got some money. I know um, a pastor of a mega church. He got some bread. Girl, I know one of your... your I'm not even going to go into it, okay? You're supported in too many different ways and too many different organizations and too many different people that you know for you to be walking around looking crazy. Line, sisters. Okay. I know one of them do hair. Something. I know one and do make somebody make clothes. Some, yeah, I know. Listen, or plugged. So stop playing with me. I just don't want to hear it. So she's taking 
well, hopefully she's taking the advice that the streets are giving her because she definitely looked damn good for Watch What Happens Live. And I was very impressed. But let's continue that. Let's continue that same energy. Okay. Period. Some of the some of the new confessional looks have been looking eye too. They've been looking eye. Right. I just hope that one day your inside matches your outside. Mm. So on that note, um, I'm excited to see what's going to come on for the next um, episode. Yeah. Next rest of the season. Next episode, okay. we'll dive into Karen because we ain't chat about her too much today. But we going to talk. <laughs> Hey cousins, we hope you enjoyed this episode of a Black Girls Bravo podcast. As we're quickly approaching the end of our second season and preparing for season three, we are constantly working and brainstorming new ideas to keep you, our cousins and loyal listeners engaged and entertained. Is there a show outside of Bravo, a movie, or any entertainment topic that you wanna hear us chime in on? Or do you have some tea that you yourself want to spill here on our show? A Black Girls Bravo podcast wants to hear from you. Feel free to contact us via email at ablackgirlsbravo at gmail.com or even slide into our DMs on Instagram and Twitter at blackgirlsbravo and tell us what you want to hear from our show for season three. Y'all know it's all family and all love over here. As always, thank you so much for your continued love and support, and we can't wait to hear from you soon. 